0: Good morning. Uh, this is the Marin County Deputy Zoning Administrator hearing. My name is Michelle Levinson. I'll be the hearing officer today. There are two items on our agenda. The first item is the Bolinas Community Land Trust Coastal Permit, Use Permit, and CEQA exemption. And I forgot to note that the time is 10.05. <laughs> and the date is October 19th, 2023. So the first item on the agenda, as I mentioned, is the Bolinas Community Land Trust, Coastal Permit, Use Permit, and CEQA Exemption. The project site is located at 130 Mesa Road in Bolinas. The assessor parcel number is 193-020-38. And the second item is a Conditional Use Permit, the Strawberry to Eden's Conditional Use Permit and CEQA Exemption, which is proposed in Mill Valley. Um, I wanted to um, establish some guidelines for um, public comment today. We have quite a few uh, people that would like to provide public comments, and it looks like it's mostly on item number one. Um, If you haven't already, please fill out a blue speaker card, um, and I will call you up um, during the public hearing uh, testimony portion today. Um, Please direct all your questions to me, Um, The following time limits will be allowed for public comments. If you are representing a group, you have five minutes. If you are just representing yourself, representing one individual, you have three minutes. Um, We typically allow the applicant to present first. Um, The applicant gets five minutes. Um, during that period. If they would like to set some of that time aside um, to respond to some of the public comments, just let me know. Once all the public comments have been received, I will close the hearing. As I'll be acting on the applications today, there there won't be a a question and answer period to the hearing, but I will try to summarize all the comments that um, I have received. I also um, may ask clarifying questions of the applicant and county staff once I close the hearing. So That was a bit of information. I'll provide some <laughs> reminders when I open the hearing. So um, we'll get on with our meeting today. So the first item on the agenda is the Bellinas Community Land Trust Coastal Permit Use Permit and CEQA exemption. As I had mentioned, the project site is located at 130 Mesa Road in Bellinas. The applicant requests authorization to establish a new private campground on a 2.4-acre portion of a 20-acre vacant lot. The project would include the installation of campsites with pads and utility connections for 27 RV trailers, the installation of utilities, and the construction of a septic system. The campsites and septic system would be clustered together on a previously disturbed portion of the site. Other improvements are proposed, including an access gravel driveway on the adjacent party, property at 160 Mesa Road, as well as the demolition and removal of all unpermitted structures on 160 Mesa Road. Emmanuel Barraquette is the planner who has been processing this application. Good morning, Manny. I am in receipt of the supplemental memo um, that was published yesterday. Are there any additional correspondence um, that you've received for this item since the distribution of the memorandum um, from yesterday?
1: No. um, You have all the correspondences, but I would like to make uh, an announcement that members of the Department of Public Works and EHS are present in the meeting if you have any questions. Um, I would also like to make one correction on the staff report or I'm rather on the resolution. This is a CDP and the CDP has 10 business days for an appeal at says eight, minor correction.
0: Thank you for that, Manny. Okay. With that, I'm gonna open the public hearing and so just a reminder, um, the applicant, if they would like to present first, there's a five minute limit um, and then individuals have three minutes, and um, persons representing a group have five. Um, the first person up is Len Rifkin, I believe, representing the applicant.
2: Uh, good morning, uh, Madam Deputy Zoning Administrator, Ms. Levinson. So we're going to primarily reserve our time is what we're going to do. I'll just give you just a 30-second highlight. There's a true emergency situation happening with the residents at 160 and by that grounds alone under fifteen two six nine of the CEQA guidelines there's exemption from CEQA. There's f- full documentation from biology report saying that there's no significant impact on the environment. Um, there's gonna be perhaps some quite a discussion about whether or not this is a campground or not and I'm prepared to address that at the end. But Primarily, I want to reserve our time for responding at the end. Thank you.
0: Um, If you can identify yourself and speak clearly into the microphone, we are recording this meeting today. That would be very helpful. Um, And at the beginning, if you can let me know if you're representing a group, I'll be sure to allow you the appropriate amount of time. I'm gonna go through these cards, not in any particular order, just the order they were handed to me. So the first speaker um, is Howard Dillon.
3: Good morning and thank you. Uh, Howard Dillon uh, on the executive board of the, thank you so much, of the Bolinas Community Land Trust. And I I don't think I need to outline the scheme in any way, but just to say that um, the Land Trust has followed all regulations and everything that was uh, asked of us to this point. There is a great deal of support in the community uh, for this project. There is uh, a very small but vocal minority, which perhaps is inevitable in Bolinas that any – stated activity, in Polinas is always going to produce some opposition. We're we're a bunch of individualists and uh, with strong opinions, but that the majority of the community are very much in favor of this, and we really feel that there's an urgency to it. The rains have already begun, and we would really like to get these people uh, into better housing conditions as fast as possible. Thank you so much.
0: The next speaker is Edward Cheer? Yates. Well, there's an Edward Cheer and an Edward Yates. (laughs) There's two Edwards, uh, at least so far.
1: (laughs) Good morning. Um, My name is Edward Kiera, and I'm representing uh, the West Marin Community Services. organization, nonprofit, in, uh, in Marin County, in West Marin. Um, and uh, our executive director, Socorro Romo, has uh, submitted a letter, so I won't get into that in great detail. All of we, I happen to agree with her, existing housing conditions at the Tuchero Ranch are unattainable. I've been a resident of Bolinas for over 30 years, and being fluent in Spanish, I've helped many of the Techerra Ranch residents on issues regarding immigration. I'm familiar with the deplorable living conditions those residents have, and I'm deeply appreciative of the compassion that BCLT The chairs and the county officials have shown to find a solution so as to not displace the families that live there. We in Bolinas are fortunate to have these Latino families as an integral part of our community. Like all working families, Latino and Anglo alike, they provide necessary services we need to maintain our village. By my estimate, the children living at the Teixeira Ranch represent nearly a quarter of our current local school population. The diversity of our community and school would suffer greatly if those families were displaced. The future of our public school and volunteer fire department would be in jeopardy. I have read the letter of opposition by my neighbor, Cheryl Ruggio. I know her to be a compassionate person. But as a non-lawyer, I find the wording of her letter to be legally nitpicking and uh, lacking compassion for the big picture, namely, without the solution BCLT proposes, at least two dozen families, Bellina's families, would be homeless. About her letter, how else could one describe the BCLT project other than being an RV campsite on private land? In plain English, that is what it will be. And yes, BCLT is providing affordable housing. That is their mission. And there has been and currently are code violations on the Teixeira Ranch. Let's not hash over the past and get on to solving the resident's housing problem. Yes, under the BCLT plan, all the families will be involved in an agricultural pursuit and eligible for farm worker housing. The final point she raises is the issue of water consumption. The Rance residents and the Bellinas community as a whole are fully aware of our need to conserve water resources. BPUD manages our water and has worked with BCLT to see that the project adheres to its rulings so as not to jeopardize our water moratorium. I respect Cheryl's right to voice her opposition but I find her argument to be lacking in understanding the big picture needs of our community. We have a housing crisis. And while one may cite county code violations, the state of California has mandated under the new chapter 330 housing law that the county increases and not displace affordable housing. As a state agency, the the Coastal Commission must also adhere to this new housing law. Thank you. I urge you to approve the BCLT project permits. Thank you.
0: The next speaker is Edward Yates.
4: Good morning, Deputy Zoning Administrator Levinson, I'm Ed Yates, I'm an attorney, I'm an environmental attorney and an open government lawyer uh, in San Francisco, although I'm a Marin native. Um, First I want to, I represent Bolinas uh, BCLU, which is Bolinas for compassionate land use, and I'm hoping I do get that five minutes, great, thank you. Um, Second, um, so, so the question, the first question is what are we doing here? is this an affordable housing hearing the answer is no it is not it is a coastal development permit hearing it is to it is regarding the county of Marin's obligations to comply with the California Coastal Act that's why it's called a coastal development permit it is not an affordable housing permit uh, affordable housing hearing how do we know this we know this because BCLT, the developer, did not apply for affordable housing. There are dozens of ways that they would be able to apply and get affordable housing and the tenants would get tenants' rights to that. None of that applies here. We know that because the county has several provisions for affordable housing to give bonuses to developers such as density bonus and set-asides. BCLT, the developer, did not apply for those. There is, if you look at the CDP, the, the word affordable nor the word low income is in there anywhere. The developer could have applied for an exemption from CEQA for affordable housing. It did not do so. It could have applied to uh, the county and the Department of Conservation to amend its Williamson Act contract to allow agricultural worker housing. It did not do so because it, this is not agricultural worker housing. It could apply to the Coastal Commission for affordable housing provisions. It did not do so because this is not their it, affordable housing. There are no rights for these tenants. How do I know this? After coming back from the Peace Corps 35 years ago, I spent hundreds of hours doing pro bono work for Central American victims of domestic violence and tenants. I spent dozens and dozens of time with dozens and dozens of Spanish speaking tenants and the Lawyers in the Library program here in Marin. If any one of them misses a rent payment, they can be evicted within 14 days. They're being an unlawful detainer, they're gone. So perhaps the developer has good intentions. The reality is, though, that this project has no guarantees for those tenants. If they miss those payments, they're out. Then what happens? Then this, these units can be rented at market rate. What is that? Maybe $2,000 a month, there's 27 units, that's $54,000 times the 60 months in the permit, that's almost $3.5 million of revenue for BCLT. So, why does, is this attractive? Well, the cash poor, land rich, ranchers, and farmers in West Marin have been chomping at the bit for 50 years to put market rate residential development in the coastal zone and to be able to put it on their Williamson Act contracted land. This is the proverbial camel's nose under the tent for those people who want to develop in the coastal zone. This is a market rate housing project. There are no limits except state limits uh, regarding rent increases, but other than that, there are no protections for those tenants. why is it be keep being called affordable? Well, I, I, again, I'm not questioning motive, but the project is deceptive. By floating this word around, affordable, low income, as if there's some rights or there's some standing of the community or the county of Marin to be able to enforce that, there are none. There are no rights to do that. This is simply what BCLT wants to do as the landlord. So I wouldn't be surprised in six months if I'm hearing from somebody in the pro bono program uh, about this, one of the tenants. So the other part of this is the county, of course. Now, the county is supposed to implement the California Environmental Quality Act, the the, the Coastal Act. uh, They're not doing so, and in fact, they're deceiving the public. Um, Calling this a campground is – I'm sorry, it's, it's absurd. It's farcical this is not a campground i can't go in there with my north face tent and camp it's not recreation it's residential housing and it's market rate housing in the coastal zone this is fine how much time do i have i just want to get quick time check you have one minute one minute can i reserve that and speak after mr rifkin because that's what he's going to respond to me Uh,
0: we do ask that you just take your full five minutes okay
4: all right i understand appreciate it um (laughs) In In any case, what the applicant needs to do and what the county needs to require is that the applicant and the county comply with the Coastal Act, that it comply with the California Environmental Quality Act, with the Clean Water Act, and the Williamson Act. Specifically regarding the Williamson Act, this gives subsidies, tax subsidies to people who maintain their land in agricultural production market rate residential housing is not agricultural production it's a blatant violation of the Williamson Act the county needs to enforce it and i uh, request that the county enforce those that Williamson Act contract it has with the applicant and that it deny this permit and go through have the applicant go through the proper permit of getting a, an amendment to the local coastal plan which could happen which my clients could support But it's got to be done to comply with the Coastal Act and CEQA. Thank you. The
0: next speaker is Lucy Hollingsworth.
5: Good morning. I'm Lucy Hollingsworth. I'm the senior policy attorney at Legal Aid of Marin, and my role at Legal Aid is to bring the voices of our clients, predominantly low-income and marginalized residents of Marin facing eviction. Bring those voices to the decision-makers that have the opportunity to keep families in their homes and in their communities. I'm honored to speak today on behalf of the tenants at Teixeira Ranch. These families have been important members of the Bolinas community, but have lived under inhumane conditions for far too long. The state's Farmworker Housing Act of 2018 and housing element requirements urge counties to work with owners and organizations to address the deplorable living conditions suffered by these tenants and farmworkers, ranch workers throughout California. There These laws urge our community to work together to keep them housed. That is what the county and BCLT is trying to do here today, and Legal Aid of Marin urges you to also join that. Thank you.
0: The next speaker is Kale Ritano.
6: My name is Gail Raytano. I'm speaking here as an individual, um, but I'm the former executive director of the Bellinas Community Land Trust from 2001 to 2006. I oversaw the development of two affordable housing projects for Bellinas, Gibson House and the Bellinas Station, which continue to successfully provide good quality, affordable housing for our residents and our town. I'm speaking here in support of the establishment of the BCLT's emergency RV campground at the Teixeira Ranch. Um, I thought others might have mentioned um, a laundry list of the terrible living conditions that these tenants have been suffering for decades. Mold, lack of hot water. I took this paragraph out, but I'm putting it back in. Mold, lack of hot water, dangerous electrical issues, appliances that routinely malfunction, vermin, toxicity from an illegal dump site, as well as unacceptable levels of stress and illnesses related to the above. The terrible conditions at the ranch have been known for a long time. This was often discussed at board meetings during my tenure. Though often discussed and as urgent as it was, even back then, the BCLT was a much smaller organization and couldn't take it on. But the desire to see the Teixeira Ranch cleaned up and its residents safely and properly housed has never gone away. Finally, under Ariane Dar, the previous BCLT director, and Annie O'Connor, the current director, a plan has been realized to temporarily house the ranch tenants with permanent housing as the logical next step. Many have made the plea, and I wholeheartedly agree, that these residents are essential to our community and that their contributions are many. It's testament to the spirit and strength of Belenus that we're able to turn words and good intentions into action. Providing clean and safe housing is our collective responsibility. There are always hurdles and resistance, but eventually our projects move ahead and our community is healthier for it. There's overwhelmingly support for the emergency housing RV campground, and I'm happy to add my voice to the many speaking out in support. Thank you.
0: Nick Bogle.
7: Hello, my name is Nick Bogle. I'm a a member of the BCLT board. Um, (coughs) I'm here to express my support for the emergency RV park that is close to completion on the land that Bolinas Land Trust acquired from the Tashiras. It's taken a huge effort, spearheaded f- formerly by former AD Ariane and now by Annie O'Connor to get to this stage in an extremely complicated process. This is, time is of the essence, the rainy season is coming and it's vital to the residents of this ranch, of the ranch to be located in this temporary RV park. They're presently, presently living under conditions that no one should have to live under, and they need assist, the assistance that the BCLT is providing. Please help me clear this, fi- them clear, us clear this final hurdle, so the project can be completed. Thank you. Thank you.
8: Next speaker is Chloe Sladden. I'm Chloe Sladden. Um, I'm a full-time resident of Ballinas. I have three children who are in the local school there. I'm very involved uh, with the school, um, help bring affordable internet to the community. Um, and over the past several months, I've spent many, many hours with the residents of the Teixeira Ranch as they have stepped up and sought to um, improve their circumstances and battle against substandard housing. Um, And I also spent a lot of time on the left sidelines at soccer games and at school meetings and at Smiley's, and I have talked to many, many residents, and I'm a talker. And I can tell you not a single person is in opposition that I've talked to about the emergency RV camp. Everyone knows that it is time. And in fact, when this opposition came up recently, in less than five days, we gathered almost 500 signatures in support of the emergency RV camp. As we know, the situation has been around for 30 years years. Bolinas has stood by for 30 years. The community is ready to do the work. It's ready to acknowledge that this is not acceptable. This is not the only substandard housing in Ballinas. It's not the only substandard housing on a ranch or a farm in California. We have big issues to deal with around agriculture, around affordable housing, but this is a step forward that the community wants to take to right wrongs that have been around for a while, Um, Just the other week, I was waving at Andreas, one of the residents, as he was on a tractor moving from one farm plot to another. These are our neighbors and our friends, um, and it's really important that we move forward. And I just want to acknowledge what Mr. Yates said about nothing about affordable housing in the policy or in the application, and I'm sure the BCLT will uh, speak to that, but it's just legalistic maneuvering. I have spent so many hours with Annie, with the BCLT team, with the residents, with community members. There is no question that this is about keeping these residents in our community in better homes part of our school no one is trying to make market rate housing in the coastal commission this is 100 percent about affordable housing and inclusion so please let us do the work thank you
0: thank you alicia gomez
9: My name is Alicia Gammes. I'm a part-time resident of Bolinas. I've been there since 2013. Um, I'm up here today to raise concerns. Um, while, the, while my esteemed and respected neighbors say that no one's in opposition, I actually am in opposition, and many people have approached me quietly to say that they also oppose, but they're afraid to raise their heads up because they, the community just descends on them. Um, unfortunately, um, leadership of BCLT have personally called out uh, by name individuals and claimed that those individuals stand for displacement, which is a, f- a terrible falsehood. And it just invites violence on individuals. And that's why people don't come forward. So I want to first just speak to the disproportionate feedback and f- open that up. I absolutely believe that those individuals living on the Teixeira Ranch deserve to live with dignity and in in habitable sanitary conditions. Unfortunately, BCLT has blood on its hands. The board members are here. The former director was here just speaking. I was surprised that she said it. Twenty years ago in 2000, BCLT knew about this situation and did nothing. In fact, the county knew about the situation and did nothing. And in fact, the receiver... Since being appointed sometime in 2006, a court-appointed officer of the court and attorney has been taking illegal proceeds from these victims and paying it over to whomever is and doing it openly in front of the court. There is unquestionably a cycle of failures associated with this project, unfortunately. Today... That should not be the excuse to overturn generations of hard work and protections that have formed and the character of Bolinas. If this is truly not affordable housing, then impose those conditions on any approval. Limit the housing to being for those individuals who are being displaced and no one else. Do not allow what is in fact an unrestricted development to be passed over on the backs of these victims by making more victims. What we are doing is procedurally inappropriate. It does violate the Williamson Act. The Williamson Act does, and the contract does have real limitations. It's supposed to be limited to agricultural workers on that farm, and that is not what this is. The residents of Bolinas, the residents of the Teixeira Ranch, including Mr. and Mrs. Teixeira, deserve to live decently. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Teixeira are also valued members of the community, very warm and charming individuals. I understand that there are certain things that, I mean, I, I frankly do not feel in a position to judge. I feel so affectionately and fondly towards them as well. So it's a small community. We are all intertwined. We should all treat each other with respect and hear our concerns and take those concerns forward into a solution rather than target people for abuse when they stand up again this is this project as contemplated violates the Williamson Act Williamson Act violations. The county itself has a duty to to enforce the Williamson Act. The people who violate it, there's a law in the government code that apparently was passed because county governments were approving projects on contracted land in violation, and so therefore there's a law passed that imposes a 25 percent fair market value penalty on the developers who put the land who put projects there in violation. So I don't know if BCLT has just not gotten good legal advice or what is going on, but this project doesn't comply. It sets up a nonprofit who is partially subsidized by all of our taxpayer funds to for penalties. So I just urge one that this project be reconsidered approved only after having gotten the appropriate um, approvals, this project requires rezoning. Go get the rezoning. Um, The amount of money close to or more than a million dollars could easily go to finding 24, 25 households housing without digging up. A million dollars can pay a lot of rent without digging up a wetland. And so what you've just heard there is the type of disrespect that people get when they actually just talk the rules and talk the realities. These are not legalistic technicalities. This is the character that Bellinas has fought for, and that's why we have such a precious and wonderful place. Let's please protect the residents there and don't allow a trumped-up emergency that's been in place for 30 years, the perpetrators of whom are in this room, apparently, to be the way that we break our community. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So that's it for the speaker cards. If nobody else would like to provide public testimony on this item, I will bring it back to the applicant who reserved um, their time for the end of the public comment period.
2: Hello again, Ms. Levinson, Len Rifkind for BCLT. So let's talk about why we're here. This is a DZA hearing, and this is about planning. So let's just try to narrow it down. We're asking for a coastal permit and a CUP, re- and the staff recommends is uh, recommending approval of those things. What is the project? The project is, I want to emphasize, a temporary use for 27 RV trailers to be put onto a 2.5 acre portion of a 20.1 acre site. And the 2.5 acres that are being used are degraded. There's no vegetation that's on that, it's already been completely disturbed. Where these trailers are going to go is going to be, there's going to be a buffer to the existing wetlands that have been identified. Normally, under the county code, you want a 100-foot buffer. Because of the uh, configuration and where the trailers have to go, there will be a 50-foot buffer. There's going to be a fence that will prevent pets, uh, residents, anybody to go between the trailers and the the wetlands. There is a true emergency, and it's detailed in the staff report we have people living in a very bad condition no sanitation lack of sufficient domestic water no no heat uh untold number of code violations at the to ranch for the housing there so under secret guidelines as i mentioned before 15269 subdivision c That's that's enough reason right there to exempt CEQA, to deal with this temporary housing. And we'll put on the record, and BCLT is offering, to emphasize that this is, in fact, a temporary project, not like you heard from some of the public comment that we're looking to make market-rate housing. BCLT is a nonprofit. We will limit uh, or have this use permit that we're asking for come up for review in five years. If we're still in these trailers in five years then the project failed, the goal of the bclt for this project is this is temporary housing these trailers so that we can acquire the share a ranch at 160 mesa road get the unpermitted dump that's on that site cleaned up and permanent low income housing and the residents that are going to go in this temporary housing of these rv trailers by the way if you look at the picture in the stat in the Uh, in the administrative record. They look like RV trailers that I've seen at every campground that I've I've ever been to in my life. And these trailers are 34 feet, nine inches long, eight feet wide. And by definition, a mobile home under the county code is 40 feet. They are not mobile homes. They are RV trailers. There is, uh, the resident, they're only going to be used by the residents of Teixeira Ranch, no one else. And the rent is going to be on an income basis. There is... uh, There will be, I can't say there would never be an eviction if someone didn't pay their rent because that's the nature of landlord-tenant, but there is zero intent. This is not a market-rate housing project. This is a temporary emergency use so we can build permanent housing on the adjacent site. Um, This whole thing about, uh, I heard the words absurd about using the word campgrounds, The BCLT is following the county's lead that suggested that the um, uh, permitted use under Williamson Act would be a campground. And I, and I, and I looked at that, and um, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, the county definition says that usually campgrounds don't have um, utility hookups as, as part of the definition. And then it refers you to recreational vehicle parks, which do allow Uh, utility hookups. And this temporary project is going to be light years ahead of what the residents have. They're going to have uh, a a a code compliant septic system and full utilities to the trailers so that people have heat and water and power. Um, When I looked at the code, it's uh, I, I then did a search under Westlaw for campgrounds to look and see what's the definition of campgrounds generally in the state of California. And I found it really interesting. So under the health and safety code, um, uh, there's uh, the term recreational vehicle park and campgrounds are used interchangeably when regulating what chemicals can be used to um, uh, uh, not have sanitary systems and septic systems work properly. They interchange those words. Uh, There's another code section um, under the Civil Code, uh, Section 1812, that talks about uh, camping sites, and they say at camping sites you can certainly have a trailer. That's what we have here. Uh, There's an attorney general um, opinion that says that cities and counties may impose transient occupancy tax.
0: A quick time check. You have one minute. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
2: You, you, That uh, transient occupancy tax can be Imposed on private campgrounds that are occupied by uh, uh, recreational vehicles or tents. My point simply being is this idea that it's not a campground seems to be an argument that perhaps one day, uh, I hope not, a judge is going to argue, you know, have to decide about whether it's a campground or not. But for planning purposes, the county is supporting this temporary campground use, and I think for your purposes as the DZA, that you can find that this is clearly a campground use. Finally, um, I want to close with uh, the idea that what we're trying to do here is really is truly compassionate. We're trying to help a group of people that is an integral part of the Bolinas community, as you've heard very eloquently said by other speakers better than me. And we need this temporary campground use so we can get the permanent housing built. Thank you.
0: I am going to close the public hearing now. So I'm going to summarize some of the key points I heard today um, during the public testimony, and that was... um, this um, notion about this being an affordable housing project or a housing project. I also heard um, some testimony about Williamson Act contract consistency and CEQA consistency as well. So I just wanted to be clear that this is an application for a use permit and a coastal permit for a campground. So that is what is before me today at this hearing um so i wanted to ask manny a question um manny so i saw that the coastal commission had provided a letter about the application in june of 2023 did we see receive any other written correspondence from the coastal commission since that letter
1: There were emails back and forth and asking for additional biological site assessment as a result of that. The applicants submitted additional biological site assessment, excuse me, (coughs) which was promptly provided to the Coastal Commission. As I understand, they have not responded.
0: Okay, thank you. So, I've uh, heard the public testimony and the responses and I want to let you all know as well I reviewed the staff report the project file um, I have reviewed in depth the two biological assessments that were provided with this project um, the most recent one provided additional information regarding the wetland buffer I um, As I indicated, I also reviewed the attachments to the staff report, um, including all of the correspondence. That was correspondence from the Coastal Commission from June and the public, including the adjacent landowners. Um, I've reviewed the county's local coastal program um, with regard to uses allowed on sites such as this that are zoned coastal, A-R-P. And it states under that zoning district Campgrounds are uses that are allowed with a use permit, and that is the application that is before me here today. Um, So, with that, I um, recommend and I adopt the staff resolution and the CEQA exemption um, with Manny's um, slight modification about the appeal period. So, I act to approve this project. This decision is not final. There is an appeal period associated with that, as Manny clarified. That is a 10 business day appeal period. If you have um, additional questions regarding the appeal process, please contact Manny Baraket for that. Um, As I indicated at the beginning of the hearing, um, there is another item on the agenda today. There's quite a few of you. Most of you here are here for the first item, I would like a brief two-minute recess so we can switch planners and um, switch gears to this next item, so thank you. We're returning, Um, it's 10.51, this is the Marin County Deputy Zoning Administrator hearing, I'm Michelle Levinson, I'm the hearing officer today. We are on to agenda item number two, which is a conditional use permit the strawberry 2 edens llc conditional use permit which is a request to allow a medical services clinic at strawberry village in mill valley the facility would operate a medical clinic including all uses incidental to a medical services clinic with a waiting and reception area, administrative room, a nurse alcove, supply room, break room, laundry room, restrooms, and infusion rooms. The clinic would include one administrative staff person, two medical professionals, and would have a maximum capacity of six patients at any one given time. The hours of operation would be Monday through Saturday, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Um, The site is located at 750 Redwood Highway and it's suite or unit number 1206 in Mill Valley or the community of Strawberry. Um, Erin Yatow is the planner who has been processing this use permit morning, Erin, or maybe early afternoon. Um, (laughs) Have you received any correspondence regarding this um, item? since you published the staff report?
9: Yes, I have. I received an email from
0: Matt Williams, the chairman of the Strawberry Design Review Board. Um, he advised me that they met on Monday and um, heard this matter and approved the use permit with the three votes, four and zero against, and no conditions. Erin. So it's a little different, this item, (laughs) so I wanted to provide some guidelines for the public testimony portion of the hearing today. Um, We let the applicant typically provide testimony first. The applicant gets five minutes. If you are here um, as an individual, you would receive three minutes, and as a group, representing a group, you would receive five. I have one speaker card, which I believe is from the applicant. Um Jason Hartley, would you like to come up to the microphone and speak into the microphone. We're being recorded.
7: Okay. Um yeah, we d- really don't have a presentation um fairly standard kind of infusion therapy clinic um for complex conditions like you know, neurological, um GI, um rheumatology types of disorders. Um that, you know, we really kind of lack outpatient settings for in Marin County. So we are here for questions.
0: Thank you. doesn't seem like anybody else is here, so I'm going to close the public hearing portion. Um, so I have been to the project site, I have reviewed the staff report and the staff resolution, Um, I do understand that the Strawberry Design Review Board just reviewed this application on Monday. Um, So what I would like to do is I would like to move to approve the project, approve the staff resolution and the CEQA exemption, but I would like to add some language into item five of the resolution where we talk about the Strawberry Community Plan. And I would like to reference there that the application went before the Strawberry Design Review Board and they recommended approval. Um, So with that minor addition to the staff resolution, I move to approve the resolution, um, improving the project and the CEQA exemption. So there is an appeal period associated with my decision today. Uh, Please contact Erin, the planner, um, for more detail about that appeal process, should you wish to appeal this application. And with that, this is the last item on the agenda, and I will close the hearing today. The time is 10.56 a.m. Thank you.